John, it's great to hear your voice, man. How are you doing? Good to talk to you again, man. I, I, I think the last time I spoke to you was, man, back in 2012 at Rock on the Range. Back there in the tent where it's so hard to hear. Exactly. <laughs> I remember. I remember. When you're off doing festivals like that, I mean, is it hard to not be a fanboy? <laughs> you know, when you see everybody walk around backstage and, and things like that, man? Honestly, I, I, I mean, certain people uh, uh, make me, like, geek out, and uh, there's only a couple, though, and um, and mostly I just, you spend your, your, your young career visualizing and working so hard to get to those places, and really, for me, it was always about just holding my head high and saying, no, I'm supposed to be here, Sure. and, and, I, and I know how this goes. But a guy like Billy Gibbons makes me nerd out, and like Tom Petty would make me nerd out. You know? Of course. Yeah, damn, you know? Yeah. Um, But Rosin, for the most part, you know, those types of of venues and those types of uh, artists are super friendly and rad. Like, I remember we were playing... uh, we were playing a, a, that set, Rock and the Rain, and there were six or 7,000 people, and Phil and Selma was stage right. Watching wow. Watching whole set. Wow, yeah, because he was on the same stage. And I would just look over, and I'd nod at him, and he'd just give me the Phil grunt. <laughs> and, and he was like, I, I like you guys. You guys are one of those bands that are trying to sound like Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It was great. So awesome, man. You know, when I've been interviewing since 2011, and... I think the one time I got really shook up and nervous was when I interviewed Steve Piercy from Rat, and, and that's be- and, and that's because I grew up listening to his tunes when I was in high school, you know. So it was like, you know, really like I'm on the phone talking to Steve Piercy from Rat. It was uh, that was tough. We were sitting at the. We used to go to this meet when me and Julian, uh, our guitar player. Um, first moved to um, Hollywood, we used to go to this little uh, club called Three O'Clucks. And um, we're sitting there, and this guy's drinking, and we start talking about music, right? And, it, and he goes, oh, yeah, I used to play guitar. And then, what was the name of your band? He goes, Rat. I forget if it was, like, Hagger or one of those guys. Yeah. Who was? Wow! It was uh, it was really really cool, man. It's such a trip, eh? Once you're out there and you're doing stuff, you start seeing everybody romping around. You go to get breakfast, and Josh always there with his kids, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just it's just incredible, man. Um, Yeah. You know, it's it's cool to be able to run into so many people, you know, doing what you do and doing what I do. You know, just to meet so many people that you've idolized and listened to, and and you know, provided the soundtrack for your life. It's just uh. It's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, so it's been so it's so so it's been a minute, man. So we so we got lots to catch up on, and hopefully we get up your way uh, soon. I mean, this year obviously, but we're trying to set some something up. You have Moonshine coming out in spring. Is is there a set date yet for a release date? Well, we we moved it back, okay? So we were like February 9th, and then um, we did uh, we did a cover of uh, Working Man. Uh, six months ago and it's on the record and then we we were like all the rock stations i think would love it so we set it up uh around 
just before Christmas for it to come out. And then it was supposed to come out, and then Neil Peart passed away. Yeah. And and then and uh, it was supposed to come out that day, but we we did a live video for it, so then it came out a week later, and we just thought, well, let's let's see how, let's see if it gets some legs and work that record a bit, and then and push the the album back. Okay. The great thing about being on an indie, honestly, is having control of those things. Sure. It just kind of making it a little more organic. And feeding our fans and, and trying to get some new fans, um, the new material. So it's probably going to be like the end of March, first week of April. Right on. And we'll, we'll release that with a new single. Unless working in, you know, continues to get more stations. I think we got a couple more stations today. So Cool. Well, Not Dead Yet was the first one released, which is a really good song. And then, of course, you know, having, you know, uh, just the irony of planning to have Working Man on your record, and then, you know, the unfortunate yeah, incident really with weird. Neil. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're from our town, basically. Like, Julian grew up in St. Catharines, Ontario. I, I'm, I grew up in Hamilton, Ontario, and they're neighbors. Wow, wow. And, and Rush is from St. Kitts. So we, we tried to, like, we tried to really do it uh, justice, you know? Yeah, and that's what I was talking about, you know, meeting people that you emulate. I mean, to be able to, right. you know, to put out... Uh, record which now these singles attribute you know right i mean right. that's unimaginable <laughs> totally totally i know we just want to do a good job and like you know and that's uh when you go after something like that with such you know fan, fanatical fans and they you you know that and it was the same thing with the neil young thing we did too so it was like you know we're we've done this before we're not afraid let's just let's give it all we got and uh and, and give sort of the new generation that hasn't heard that song something rad to listen to. And I'm always shocked sometimes at older songs. When I hear younger bands record something, I'm like, oh, that's amazing, and I find out it's cover. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, Old Man, I think it has, I don't know, uh, 8 million uh, hits on YouTube or some ridiculous number, think, you know. Yeah, so. it's creep, yeah, it's creeping up on 10. I think it's yeah. close to 10 now. There you go. Amazing. Amazing. Right on. So, what uh, aside from Not Dead Yet and Working Man, what's the rest of uh, Moonshine we, going to entail? We put out the um, we put out one song, sort of like as a teaser pre- previous to that, and it's called Lift the Curse. Okay. And it's it's I think it's got a quarter million uh, Spotify spins now. Oh, nice. So it, it's one of those things that um, it, it got a lot of playlists, you know, and that's kind of the the new thing rock playlists and that's a great way for people to discover rock music so i'm behind it and the more people that get onto these streaming services the better it is for us the better the royalties are the more sharing there is so i'm not afraid of that you know i think we're in that day and age and i think everybody's starting to go to it you know it's becoming the norm but um so you know moonshine's it's 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 definitely a an, an evolution from where we sort of came from and it's it's definitely more uh, soulful, and it's got a, a sort of a '70s, early '70s rock sound. Nice. Sonically, we went for single guitar and with more bite, and you know, uh, just groovier bass lines and really tighter, deader drum. You know, uh, sonically, and then you know, uh, you know, I've always really focused on on the lyrics. That was always my thing. Sure. Listening to so many blue collar. Poets growing up and 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 loving the old catalog. So I, you know, I'm trying to write 
you know, our story and and that's it. So I, 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 I think fans are gonna love it and I think we're gonna get a lot of new fans. Honestly, I think it's the best best work we've done. Who did you guys bring on board to uh, produce the record? It was a cat named Jimmy Messer. Okay. And he did he did the big AWOL Nation record. Oh, right on. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's just a, a main, he's a musicologist, so. Wow. I mean, he would be dropping shit in the studio, and I'd be like, who? What? <laughs> and, you know what I mean? We play it, and I go, this is amazing. Why don't I know? Yeah. You know? And, and so he really kind of, and he's a phenomenal guitar player. Andy Session guy, when he was coming up, he grew up in Austin. And, uh, and so we brought him on. It, it was like, okay, best, best idea in the room wins, you know, and, and really kind of the, the second record, I kind of we had such success with the first one. I kind of got in my own way a bit. I still think we did great songs, and it's an awesome record. But but this one, I wasn't afraid to to you know sit in a circle. Yeah, yeah. Having somebody on board, you know, who has that ear, you know, uh, yeah. you know, with the experience and you know, just doing it, it, it can't hurt. <laughs> no, it, it really can't. And like, and the other thing is, we we rehearsed the songs, you know, a lot and wrote spent a lot of time writing and pre-production recording the songs has never been easier with jimmy it, it's like once the sounds are up it's like let's just get a good take another good take and try and beat that okay and you know what i mean it was like so like i mean in the best way it, it was not overproduced there was nothing flown if there was an instrument we, we played it until it was right and any overdub we did it was like pick one of those three and don't, don't wreck it you know and don't because i would always listen to the old timers and they'd be like after you do it you, you know the first or second time the moment's over now now you're, you're losing something and it it's not even an integral thing it's just a, 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 a you know a compassionate like sort of uh, the real the aspect that you know there's no such thing as perfect. So, like, those imperfections are what make those records awesome. So, you know, I would go in there and, and do ad-libs, and, and and Jimmy would be like, that was amazing. amazing. And I'd be like, ah, but, you know, I squawked here. I didn't like the way it sounded. He's like, nah, dude, that, that felt good. Certain songs are amenable to just letting it breathe, whereas other ones, you know, might need a little bit of help, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, so it was great, man. It was a learning experience. Um, I was working on a solo album before that and we took a lot of pieces and some of the writing from that so i went on it you know because we haven't put on a record for a while so i, I went on a, a bit of a personal journey artistically and went all the way you know super singer uh i wouldn't say songwriter but just like super chops and just testing the, the, the my range and going places that were uncomfortable and then going so far and then reeling it back in. So this is got, I think it's going to have, I think, I think people, our fans especially, are, are going to be uh, uh, surprised by a, just a lot of how much singing there is, you know? Was that Helldiver, the EP that you were that you're that talking about? That was the EP. That, I did that in my bedroom, and I, I played everything on that other than the drums. Randy Cook played drums. Julian played a bit of guitar on it. But, All right, yeah. see, now, I thought you played guitar. I, I thought I remember... You playing yeah. guitar? Um, the guitar on that album, that EP is just—I I don't know the tone that you have, but dude, yeah. <laughs> it crushes. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, 
that's a baritone, a Telecaster baritone guitar that I flipped to a lefty. Wow. Uh, fortunately, I'm a lefty, so a lot of the tone is just, yeah, from it being that heavy kind of almost bass string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, was a lot, yeah, those are a lot Some fun, fun, man. I mean, Bone Shaker and then, of course, the uh, Tuttle Track. But, uh, yeah, uh, but Bone Shaker is that legs, <laughs> People really like that. It's I like dig five. it. It's super heavy. It's super fun. Right on. Yeah. So once Moonshine comes out, where's the road going to take you? I think I think just you know the usual, the usual thing. You know, um, you know we're just going to try and uh, we've been talking to some other bands, and I can't say who because I don't want to disappoint anybody if it doesn't work out. But you know, gotcha. I put a package together, yeah, yeah, and do a national tour. You know, start with thirty dates, see how we're doing, and and go and visit uh, radio stations and. You know, re-engage with some some of those relationships we've built, and say hi to people and, that have really helped us out in the past, and uh, and just show that we're out there for the fans and we're working. And um, you know, we we love what we do, and and it wasn't you know, not, you know, there's it's just after five years of touring, you kind of burn out a little bit. And sure. You got all these relationships and life gets in the way, and and now it's like you know priorities are here, and I we just got such a great record. I'm so proud of it. You know, it would be a shame not to not to give it its fair shot in the sun. Kaz, listen, man, I, I'm looking forward to the uh, album, you know, coming out hopefully, uh, you know, early spring. And, uh, yeah, uh, good luck to you, man. Yeah, great hearing from you. And, and thanks for that. And thanks for your time. And I'll, we'll send you a copy of that record. That sounds in, cool. In, in a little bit so you can, you can get down on it. All right, Kaz, take care of yourself, man. You too. Take right care. on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.